0: Hi guys, what's up, what's happening? Welcome to the second episode of the Serious Bands Podcast. Happy New Year guys. It's great that we made it into a new year together. Thank you for listening to everyone who listened to the first episode. Thank you so much. Uh, Keep listening, keep sharing it with your friends. Yeah, so this is the Serious Bands Podcast and basically, you know, I'm going to be talking about the things that I feel matter things that i feel like we should be talking about so but before we get into today's like today's business uh i just want to do a recap of some things that have caught my attention recently starting with the uh, lamb mattel cypher guys have you listened to the lamb mattel cypher by uh loose Cannon AQMI black bones man 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 if you're a fan of hip-hop if you're a fan of Niger hip-hop Niger music you need to go check out our cypher right those those guys are putting in the work to bring Niger hip-hop back to the limelight they are putting in the work they st- it started actually it started last year they started last year right so chocolate city created a record label called uh hundred counts well uh, the hundred counts on that chocolate city it's created by loose canon and aq and uh They've been putting in work to to push Niger hip-hop, right? They started a show called The Coronation. They did three editions alone last year. Three editions. I'm sure they have an edition coming up in the first quarter of 2019, I'm pretty sure. And uh, Black Bones was was signed to 100 Crowns. And now Black Bones is a Chocolate City artist. So they've got a lot of stuff that they've been doing. They released the lamb 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 stands for loose canon, aq lamb l loose canon a aq m m i b black bones right so they did this thing last year august lamb august how they were willing to make the sacrifice needed to save nigeria hip-hop and if you know uh, you should know that lamb is somehow synonymous with the sacrifice because of christian culture jesus the lamb of god died on the throne you get it you get it so yeah then during that lamborgas period they dropped three projects uh they dropped uh, the first one was crown right crown is a joint album by loose Cannon and aq a fantastic hip-hop album like if you're a hip-hop head and you have not listened to that album, you are dulling you are sleeping on a bicycle you need to go check out that album followed by mi's album mi dropped young denzel Man, Young Denzel is, I mean, it's M.I., so it's a hip-hop album, yeah? But everyone, whether you like hip-hop or not, I really feel like everyone should go check out that album. M.I. touched on a lot of sensitive themes on that album. He did a lot of introspection. He touched on, you know, self-worth, uh, emotional well-being, mental well-being. And, uh Yeah. You just just trust me, Alright, Take my word for it. Go check out that album. And after Mi's album, Blackbone's debut project drop, Bad Boy Black, an insane body of work, insane. Like that that boy is 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 the next is is the next thing. He's the next big thing as far as Nigerian hip hop is concerned. He's the next big thing, and he can sing, he can rap, he can sing, and he he has like this funny, chilled, interesting personality. So he has it for you know for you to be like a a star musician, a star artist, you have, you, apart from your work of art speaking for you, you have to have a, a personality, an interesting personality, be charismatic at least to a certain level and Black has it, so he's going to be a star, quote me, quote me anyway, Bones is going to be a star, alright, also, while we're still on the subject of Nigerian hip-hop, right? Show them camp dropped Clone Wars four. Show them camp. Show them camp are like everybody's uncle <laughs> in the in the music game. Show them camp have been rapping for years, man. It should be close to a decade if not more, right? They came to the limelight when they dropped the what's that song? They did a song with Budge. Feel alright. Feel alright when they when they dropped Feel Alright, and they've been dropping this Clone Wars series. Clone Wars one, two, three. It's a social conscious uh, project. And was 4, also a social conscious project reflecting life as, as a Nigerian in these Buhari times. It's an amazing, amazing project. So, I mean, tr- trust me, Niger- Nigerian music is... is we have, we've got some great content. We've got some great music coming out of this place. It's just unfortunate that it's the, it's the loud, loud, the loud, loud things that you know flood the mainstream. The Zankus and the Shakus that flood the mainstream, but, but a lot of great content coming out from from everywhere, from the altar kids and everywhere, trust me, so, speaking of speaking of music, right, so, let me even, let me just start from, let me just start, let me just kick it off from uh, R. Kelly, let me start off this, the, the serious bits of this podcast, I'll start with this R. Kelly saga that's going on, Uh, obviously by now everyone has heard it i mean if you haven't heard all right the documentary came out surviving r kelly highlighting different women talking about how r kelly has sexually abused them some why they were minors. some he held them hostage and all that and there have been a lot of you know responses to it you know the artists who I've worked with him in the past. They are like denouncing him and they are apologizing for working with him and and all that. And Twitter is like, yes, yes, I love that you guys are denouncing him and all that. Now, here's here's the thing, right? Jojo. Remember Jojo? Jojo. You ain't got to buy nothing. It's not what I want. There, that Jojo, right? Jojo said that when she was young back then, that... She wanted to do a song with R. Kelly. She wanted to work with him. But her mother kept her away from from R. Kelly because of the things she had heard about R. Kelly. And JoJo said even her her, herself, she heard some crazy stories about R. Kelly and his uh, fetish or attraction to minor girls. Girls that were minors. Girls that were under 18. Right? So this thing has been known for a long time. Like JoJo is like... Right when Jojo was a kid, that was a long time ago. These things have been known, and we have people who have worked in more recent times. People like Beyonce, worked with uh, R. Kelly, I mean, in more recent times. People like uh, not Beyonce, what's her name? What's her name? Lady Gaga, yeah. Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga and uh, Chance, Chance the Rapper. At least these two came out publicly to say, Oh, we regret working with R. Kelly. Here's the thing these guys are hypocrites because it, it was more or less an open secret, everybody knew. What these guys are trying to do is save their brand. Is protect their brand. Especially Lady Gaga. Like Lady Gaga, she she was in this film that came out last year. A star is born. Right now, in the US, they're in award season, right? The Golden Globe just took place. She won an award. There are other awards coming. She has to protect her brand. She doesn't want to fuck up the brand or fuck with anything that has put her name in this award season. So that's what she's doing. But all this fake... Uh fake uh, apologies, fake regrets, it's fake, it's fake. They knew what they were. You knew they knew this kind, of, they knew the kind of man he was, but because nobody had called him out then publicly, nobody had dragged him out so publicly they were okay to work with him, and now all of a sudden they're not okay, it's, it's fake, it's hypocrisy. But speaking of R. Kelly, R. Kelly is the whole thing is just heartbreaking because. He's one of his, he's, He he he's probably the king of R and B, no doubt. Like music-wise, his talent was his talent. His talent, the songs he made, my God, amazing. And all is going to go down the drain because he couldn't like help himself. He couldn't control himself. He couldn't just do the right thing. I'm not even say he couldn't help. He, he was he he just wasn't disciplined he wasn't disciplined, he didn't care, he just kept on doing, I mean, some of the things that came out, the, uh, uh, a fake uh, birth certificate was made for alia so that he could marry her, he married alia while she was underage, I mean, the man went to length to, to live this rubbish lifestyle, very crazy, what I'm going to say is that the you know the the, the rhetoric around the ari uh, a lot of things have been said yesterday on twitter it's yesterday but okay well on twitter i've seen some takes right i've seen some takes about the whole situation i mean there's this popular nigerian lady on twitter she's a very very kind woman very kind when i, when I say she's very kind some of you may know her some of you may not know who i'm talking about for those of you who, who may not know she has this thing she does she goes to the streets she feeds people she she does a lot of uh, charity work helping less privilege and stuff it's, it's amazing work but a lot of times she says a lot of dumb shit like some fucking dumb shit. she was trying to excuse why she was trying to shift the blame from Ari kelly to the girls that were minors that these girls latch they reach out to these celebrities and that they are the ones that throw themselves at the celebrities. It's true. It's very true. They true. The, girls, the girls do that. Like, it happens. It happens. But the, the, the responsibility now falls on the adult in that situation, which would be Ari Kelly, to not fucking sleep with them. He shouldn't have done that. There, there's a reason. Minors are minors because they are, they are not at an age where they are capable of forming proper thought right that's why they have guardians that's why they have parents over them till they reach a certain age then they are considered adults they can now make decisions for themselves but whatever decisions they're making while they are minors has to be supervised by an adult so you can't say and a minor gave Kelly consent. So why? So whatever he did is is is, is 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 somehow excusable. Nah, that's 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 not it. That's not it. That's not it at all. Let that stuff not be said again. The the blame is is fully on him. He could have said no. I no do. I no do. He didn't do that. Instead, he went ahead to sleep with minors, to go as far as forging a fucking fake certificate to marry Alia the guy the guy shh. i want i want to say the guy deserves to be cancelled i want to say it so bad but i'm also one of the people who feels like cancel culture is rubbish and can, i believe that cancel culture is rubbish because it doesn't change anything cancel culture doesn't correct it's like cancel culture is like mob justice online mob justice Everybody you, you commit you commit a crime and everybody is like or you do something or everybody is like oh canceled canceled and here's, here's the most here's the thing there is nobody in the world who hasn't done fucked up shit everybody has at a certain point in their life they have done fucked up shit and do you know the saying and a person with a cash line be thief. So while you are counseling, saying, Oh I cancel him, oh I cancel her, you, you know that if they if they dig into your cupboard, skeletons will come out. So, cancel culture is, is is rubbish. It doesn't. It doesn't really. It's, it's more of revenge than than correction or even justice. So it doesn't change anything at all, at all. But R. Kelly, R. Kelly's zone is an extreme case. I mean, I get it when white people would say they want to cancel him. Ah Kelly is probably the first. His case is the first time people would say, "I'm canceling Akelly Kelly," and I wouldn't object because, I mean, the stories that came out like, that the, the, the song he wrote for. Uh, Michael Jackson You Are Not Alone that he wrote it he got the inspiration from the song when an underage girl he got pregnant lost the pregnancy and she was sad and, and she was miserable or whatever. whatever that was where he got the inspir- like imagine now listening to that song now the thoughts you would remember that shit and you'd be like ah, fuck this nah fuck this so I can, I can understand why people are people are canceling him but please, let's stop trying to blame victims of crimes, especially sexual crimes, for the crime, the sexual crimes that happened to them. Let's let's stop that shit. Let's drop it. Let's drop it. Like if you don't even have anything to, to say, just lock up. It's better than it's better than trying to blame the victim of, a, of of sexual crime, of sexual or sexual abuse, for what happened to them. That that that's that's some fucked up shit. That's some fucked up shit. Let's let's leave that behind so okay so now today's episode <laughs> yeah i'm just getting into the serious part man. today today's episode is for my brother's men it's for men it's for men i'm focusing on men Um, uh, i did some research trying to study like trying to figure out the roles of men the role of the roles men had in the society Right from the beginning of time till now, and basically, it's three things. It's three things: one, a man is a provider; two, a man is a protector; three, a man is a leader. A provider, a protector, a leader. And uh, is you, you see it? You see these three functions I just mentioned till till til present day society, they still. They are still expected of a man, like he's still expected of a man to provide, right? A man has to provide for his family, for everybody around him. It's the only way he gets his respect. And what now happens when a man cannot provide? What happens in that situation? The The man feels less like a man right, he feels less like, like, it's not even a joke, he feels less like a man, when he cannot provide, when he cannot protect and all that, he feels less like a man, and everybody around him makes him feel less like a man, some intentionally, some unintentionally, right, so luckily for us, we are in the generation, generation Z is the generation that has gotten to a stage of enlightenment or as some people will say woke wokeness right enlightenment or wokeness and there's an emotional enlightenment going on in the sense that our generation is becoming sensitive some people will say we are over sensitive i feel in, there are certain issues that we are sensitive to there are certain situations but generally we are becoming sensitive and I prefer us to be oversensitive than, than to not be sensitive at all. So we're in a generation where we, we see that pressure on men, the, the pressure on men to, to be leaders, to pro, to providers, to be protectors, that pressure has been since the beginning of time, and it has not been good for men. It's more detrimental than, than good for men. And... Then came the talks about uh, gender equality, the talks about uh, feminism, and all that. Here's the, here's the most interesting thing. Femi- feminism, uh, why a lot of men fight it? I, 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 this, this, these are my opinions, right? Feel free to like, reach out to me later and say, "Now nah, your opinion is shit, or argue with me, or insult, or insult me. You're all welcome to do any of the three or tell me that i'm right anyone so i feel like why men fight feminism is they see it one of the reasons is one they see it as a competition they see it as women trying to take over right women trying to take over and what what feminism actually is is women saying We've been at the back burner. We've been at the back seat for too long. We want to be able to do the same stuff that men do. That's basically what it is. Now you say you might say, uh, but this is uh, there is a way that things have been done. Why do we want to change it now? Well, here's the thing: you men have been privileged for so long that they have no problems. The the le- the people who have not had that privilege are the ones who are fighting to get the privileges that they deserve that they deserve because if you think about it they are human beings women are human beings as much as men they i don't know why they get this second class citizen type of uh, treatment so this is not even about women i don't even want to make this feminism convo about women it's more even about men feminism is beneficial to men in a lot of ways, I read a report where it was said that it was written that the in 2017, the suicide rate of men was three times higher than women. And you know we know these things. There are a lot of men. Uh, there's a, a DJ died recently, a Nigerian DJ. Uh, he committed suicide. DJ XG may god rest his soul. They drop like a suicide note on instagram and all that like the suicide rate among men is is getting higher and higher and these things are born. Uh, come down to the fact that men have a lot of pressures on them a lot a whole lot i know it's like i see youngins right i see I'm a, I'm a young man i'm 25 i'm going to be 26 in a couple of weeks February, February 10, my birthday hey, is February 10, alright, send me send me gifts, thank you, <laughs> but yeah, because of the pressures they have, I see young men, 21, 20, they are already thinking of how they will blow, how they will start making serious money, and this, this is the age for you to figure out your life, and when I'm saying figure out your life is, I'm talking figure out your interest, figure out what you want to do with your life, make mistakes that's even the age for you to make mistakes and learn from them but everybody is hustling every, every young guy I know is thinking money wise at that age because it is expected of him to be a provider to be a protector look money is a protection of sorts it is it is some kind of things where other people they see you get money where you go get you know go see them And I'm talking about problems, I'm talking about trouble. See, politicians now, all these sars killing children, whatever their children aren't seeing it, they are studying abroad or living abroad. That's money, that's the kind of protection money can give you. And these things are pressures that men will carry for the rest of their life, like from that adult, from that 20, 20, 20 mark from that age of 20 mark to like the rest of their life till they die it's, it's the pressure that they live with it is fucking ridiculous it is fucking insane it's too much for one person first of all a man is a person We must always remember that a man is a person and everybody every person has emotions has feelings boys from from men from childhood right where when they are why they are boys they are they are raised to suppress emotions they are raised to suppress emotions. They are raised to not talk about uh, certain things that maybe in, uh, affect them emotionally and stuff like that. And you see, it in, in, in some male friendships, you see certain male friendships, they can't talk to each other about emotional trauma or stuff that is really bugging them. They rather keep it inside and if, if worse comes to worse, they die with it or they commit suicide. It is fucking crazy, but that's how it has been. We need to put an end to it. Being man enough doesn't mean that being being a man doesn't mean that you you that you have to suppress your feelings or you have to stay out of touch with your emotions. Nah, nah, nah. And in fact, it takes a lot of courage to be in touch with your feelings takes a lot of courage to be able to express yourself properly emotionally and people that men that can't properly like express themselves emotionally or be honest about their emotions or be in touch with their feelings their relationships are always fucked up always always and the women in their lives are like trying to do guesswork what is wrong with him how can i help but no one can help you if you don't talk like i i always i tell babes i you know look Find a man that can that will open up. Don't find all these hard guy, hard guy. Mm-mm. Find a man that will open up. A man that will talk. Because from talking a resolutions comes out. And from talking, uh you guys will be able to share with each other. You begin you will know how to help him. in whatever or whatever whatever problem he's facing you know where you can help him what to say but you can't be doing guesswork for someone that won't talk it won't work and men keep this circle of uh emotionally suppressed men has been on for ages like for ages our grandfathers are like that our fathers were were like that and now our generation is here generation z and we are also like that, men, we need to change it. All the men listening to this look, we need to change that shit. We can't raise the next generation of young boys in the same way, nah. Nah, it needs to end. It needs to end. We need men to be more open. And all those, uh, see, suppressing your emotions, You ha- at the end of the day, you have to let it out in one way or the other. And of course, what other way? Anger, violence. That's what most men do. That's what most men do. They lash out in one way or the other. They are always angry. Or they even, some some lash out even on their partners. They beat them and it's just, it's just, it's just tiring to see men all over from, men of different age groups suffering the same thing. I'm forming hard guy. Nah, it has to stop. It has to stop. We need more emotionally sensitive men, more emotionally intelligent men. The world needs it. It's easier for you to be a good person when you're emotionally intelligent. Trust me. It's easier for you to consider other people's feelings when you're an emotionally intelligent person. It's much more easier. Because you can tell that oh this thing I will do will affect this person in such a way. This thing I will do will affect. Okay, this thing I will do will make her happy, will make him sad. And you can, you can, you consider others. That's what being emotional intelligent does. It helps you consider others. You put other people's feelings into perspective and think of how you can help them and whatnot. But suppressing emotions, that's another whole nother ballgame. game. You don't give a fuck. You're selfish. All you want to do, all you care about, is yourself. Feminism, gender equality—these things have come. These things have come so that the, the playing field can be leveled for both men and women. And men, we need to embrace it even more than women. Women are, of course, women are at the forefront of it because they—they—they they, they, they are the champ. They are the ones championing it. So it looks like a woman thing but trust me it's even it's more it's much more than a woman thing feminism is more is a lot more it's more than a women thing it's for everybody men and women and we mean we need more men championing feminism we need more men now i, I a lot of guys reach out to me or i see them tweet or argue and they be like uh but we've seen some rubbish definitions of feminism some confused uh, definitions some people are saying uh some uh, things that are twisted and stuff look you know what feminism is you just want to play ignorant feminism is gender equality and it's, 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 it's equality for both genders you know this shit you have heard it a lot of times like we are at the age where there is nobody that can go around saying he or she doesn't know what feminism means. Now nah, you're just you're just intentionally ignorant. That's what you are. You are you are trying to be ignorant by force because these things have been talked about a lot of times, especially on Twitter. Like on Twitter, I can't go and start defining feminism for somebody again. Not nah, not in 2019. No, no, not in 2019. The discussions that have gone on Twitter about feminism are enough for you to know what it is and what it is not. Now, of course. There are people who have twisted feminism. There are people who have brought in misandry to the mix. And let, let's be clear. Misandry is a byproduct of misogyny. If there was no misogyny. There will be no misandry in the first place. If men hadn't, if men had not, have not treated me, uh, women like second-class citizens for years, misandry would not take place. It's the truth. It's a byproduct. It's a byproduct of it. It's the truth. Every action has a... There's a reaction to every action. So, misandry came from misogyny. And yes, there are misandries and yes, there are people that... Or women or whatever that have twisted the definitions of feminism. True. No lies. But here's the thing. There is no concept known to man that has not been misconstrued at a certain point no concept is it love it has been misconstrued is it justice somebody will tell you that jungle justice is justice but that's not that's jungle justice is not it's not in 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 the sense of what justice really is jungle justice is not justice as far as law is concerned, justice is when someone commits a crime and the or is suspected of a crime and the person gets tried by, let's say, in countries where they their courts operate the jury system, gets tried by a jury of his or her peers. Or in a case like Nigeria where there's no jury, well, he, get, he goes to court with a lawyer and he defends himself. He gets a chance to have his say and defend him or herself. That's what justice is. But mob justice, jungle justice, there's not, nobody has any time for you to talk. Put tie on his neck, burn him. If they say he did it. He did that shit. That's what the way, That's what council culture is. That's what council culture is online. That's what it is. Say mob justice is council culture. So you know not nobody gets to try him or not, nah, Everybody. And yeah, the funny thing with mob justice is even people who have committed crimes. Like there are a lot of times. I, I grew up in Aba. Aba is a small town in now, Abia States. I, I spent some years there, spent some years in Puttacourt. We used to have a lot of burnings in our bar, a whole lot. Like I was eight, nine years old and seeing a man get burnt with tires was nothing to me. There was, there was a day it dawned on my mother, right? There was a day it dawned on my mother. I remember we were, we, we, me, me and my parents we were driving, she, they drove me back from school, from primary school. And, and she was trying, there was a man, they were burning a man alive, she was trying to, she was worried that I might see it, yeah, so she reached, she looked at the back to like cover my eyes, and she saw me looking at it, and I face front, like nothing happened, and she was like, wow, like at that point, I, it dawned on her that this boy has seen this shit a lot, that he does, he's not even moved by it again, it's not a strange sight to him, I saw it a lot, now the funny thing about it was, back then, even people that were caught killing that were caught uh, for stealing or killing or whatever when they get burnt maybe days later they will catch one of the people that was burning (laughs) the person they will catch them committing another crime it happened a lot and that's the same thing council culture online is people who are even guilty of the same shit will say cancel him cancel her but anyway i digress so every concept has been misconstrued at a certain time will be misconstrued it's inevitable because human beings are human beings somebody will always have a twisted passion and no matter how stupid someone is he will always have people he or she will always have people that will support that will that will have their back it's always it's always like that it's always like that I mean the the girl that was tweeting about uh, uh the minors being at fault for uh that they jumped on her, they they pushed put themselves to her career and uh kiss left to them like it's not his fault. Like the girl that was in she had people supporting her, people who were, you know, doing uh, the, the loop uh, loopholes, looking for loopholes to blame the victims and breaking their head and trying to it was just ridiculous to watch and saddening at the same time so no matter how stupid the the thing is to always have supporters the people who have misconstrued feminism will have their own crowd but you know what feminism is you know what it really is so why bother why bother yeah sometimes you you see some we level away with day we just see some stupid shit we unlook or we correct we try and correct them but sometimes when you try and correct that like you see the person you know ah, this, person is a, this person is a lost cause so you move on you keep it moving so saying that uh, people have twisted family there's nothing that has not been twisted my g nothing everything has been twisted but you know what is right so stand for what's right that's all we need more emotionally sensitive mind more emotionally expressive men men that are in touch with their feelings men that are not afraid to say oh this is what i'm going through we need more of that it doesn't make you weak it makes you stronger trust me it makes you stronger you have to and it takes a lot of courage to do that are you man enough to do that that's what you should be asking yourself are you man enough are you man enough because that's what that's what we need right now in the world that's what we need every day you check the news you hear some fucked up shit that men are doing somewhere some like some days it's just tiring i say man i know they lie. like it's just embarrassing to be a man like i'm serious some days like what the fuck what do you, like, a lot of wicked evil stuff that men are doing and people are like people always wonder like, why why men why women some women hate men who do who do 99 of the time women are the victims of these crimes Check the statistics on gender based violence. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And there's always the uh the men who are like, oh, I don't do that kind of thing. Um uh, or the what, 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 what would I call them? Aha, the not all men brigade. The not all men brigade. Right. I used to be like that. Like I was I used to be like that. Like when I see women too, like men are this, men are that i'll be like oh not all men not all men I, I, I used to do it it took some time for me to understand See, in this life when people talk you have to understand that as foolish or as wise or as crazy as what they are saying sounds or seems it's from it's most times it's based on their experience i'm going to give you an example when Kis daniel released yeba and uh the, the, there was a, there was supposed to be like a comical part in it uh uncle stop touching me and it's like some girls tweeted that they had that part and they were like why is this guy like promoting um uh, harassment, sexual harassment, and all that—that that they shuddered and everybody made a joke about it shuddering. Even me, even me, I did. I did. I made a joke about it. Then one day, I was, I was in, a, I was passing through Yaba. I kept seeing all these Yaba guys now, trying to like get girls to buy their stuff, and they are dragging them, and they are touching them, and the girls are fighting it off. That was when it dawned on me like damn. Damn. This is that this is their reality. This stuff that we joke about. This stuff that Kisane used to use as comic relief in his song. Is song is this girl's reality. Like this is what they go through on a daily basis, on a norm. So I can get it why those girls to them, it's like you are trying to trivialize or make light of the sexual harassment that they suffer and the it was a the this stuff was like one girl explained it to me like because one girl explained it to me she was like it's like Kisdane was saying you can harass a lady after as long as you can apologize later because like in the in the in the in the in the stuff he was like stop touching me then the guy goes sorry madam sorry madam it's like that's how like it is it's like just a sorry after that there should be a punishment it's like you're, you're making light the, of the whole sexual harassment thing going on and I, in that moment i understood that look perspective perspective always matters people people half the time people things people say and do is because of where they're coming from or the things they've been through so so as a life lesson just always try to put people's try to picture or put yourself in their shoe and When you do that, when you listen to them and you do that, sometimes it's easier for you to understand them. Not even just sometimes, most times it's easier for you to understand them. So when women say men has come, it's from a place of experience. It's uh, it's, it's from, they have been through that shit. They have seen men harass them. They have been harassed. Women they know have been harassed. Women they know have been raped. That's their reality. And that's them saying, look, as far as I know, (laughs) men has come. And the not all men thing is pointless. And it, it, what I would say is pointless is there is a problem at hand. You saying you don't do it doesn't help. It's not. Is this oh, is that supposed to make the woman feel better? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's like you're being dismissive of what she's saying. That, oh, I'm sorry you went through this. But me, I know they do like that, Sha, but sorry you went through. Nah, nah. Especially, trust me, don't, it doesn't help at all. And here's here's another thing we, we 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 have failed to consider the society i was explaining to someone that why a lot of men run away from the tag of misogyny is because it ha- we now we now know that we know that misogyny is bad everyone knows So nobody wants to be associated with the I am a misogynist tag. Now nobody you can't see someone that will be that will probably say oh I am misogynist I'm a misogynist I'm I'm sure there will be somebody somewhere that can be proud to say but most men wouldn't so they run away from the tag because they know that it's bad and all that like I said we're in a generation of emotional enlightenment but every man was raised to be misogynistic every man it's the society we were in that was the norm that was the norm misogyny has been the norm for far too long so i, I in it, to, to a certain extent i understand that there's, there's going to be a push a kickback when people are because it's like feminism is trying to change the norm it's not supposed to be easy. People are always afraid or, or aggressive towards change. So, when you are saying not all men, maybe in this moment you are not a misogynist, but you have been before. Unknowingly or knowingly, intentional or unintentional. You have done, as long as you're a man, you have done some misogynistic shit in your life once upon a time. You have. It's, it's unavoidable because that was what you were raised into you didn't know it was bad or it was you just knew that that's how it was that's the order of the day and so you followed through until this era now where we are exposing these things where we are getting enlightened that we know that oh this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong so the not all men talk is pointless because even though you might not be a misogynist now, once upon a time you were you were in fact, this thing, this is it's not it's not, a, it's not a it's not a it's not a it's not a one-time thing. Like you just snap out of it. Nah, it's, it takes time. It takes time. From from time to that I still catch myself, like doing some misogynistic shit or about to do it. I'm like, oh okay, oh shit, this thing I did was was really misogynistic or sexist. Like I catch myself because it takes time. This is something you were born into. Going to take a lot of unlearning, but are you even willing? That's the thing. Are you willing? Are you willing to unlearn it? So, the not all men talk is pointless. Please, let's, gents, my brothers, let's let's drop that. Let's drop that. Rather, let's help. Let's help. Let's help. Male privilege is a thing. Male privilege is a thing we have. are at the top of the food chain that's how it has been since time began until now and it's always it's always easier for oppression to end when people when the privileged ones help the, the less privileged for example the civil rights movement in america would not have worked if some white people didn't join them the fight for slavery to end it would never have worked if it was only black people fighting for it now nah. it needed both white people and black people to join of course the, the white people that joined were not the majority but at least they joined it's the same thing that is happening with feminism feminism needs men men need to pitch in men need to join men need to join because it's easier for men to even explain it to men Men need to join in to change things. We need to use our privilege to protect women, to help women, to make the world a better place. You see your niggas doing some misogynistic shit or harassing women. Nah, put an end to it. You Put an end to it. You see young boys catcalling women. You tell them to stop it. Tell them to do better. That's how the change begins. Some people, you know, I, I, was, I was talking with someone and he was like, this, all these things you're saying uh, men being men should open up if men open up the society would think we are weak but I was like I was like bro who makes up the society the society is not a panel of judges made up of aliens nah we we are the society you, me we are the society the change begins with us and it spreads we have to change things by ourselves and try to change others while we're at it some of these things like, th- like these, these things are, uh, are things that we, we we can't avoid talking about them or we can't avoid we can't keep playing like we don't know that a change is is happening. Women are women are dead serious about making sure feminism happens. And like I said, we need it even we, we need it more than them. I dare say we need it more than them because feminism makes us equals. That pressure that men alone feel, now. Nah. A woman can be a provider in the family and a man will not feel less, he will not feel like he's less a man, nah. That's what feminism brings. Because right now, there are a lot of situations where there are women who provide in their homes and, and they still make it look like he's the man providing. It's just, which kind of drama? It's just rubbish. It's just, it's just, it's just rubbish it's just stress unnecessary stress illegal stress illegal stress we need to get to that point where all the pressures we feel as men it, it goes away and we can do whatever we want if you want to be a home a house husband no problem no problem i hope to marry a very rich woman and be a house husband and write and write stories that's my ambition. Don't judge me. <laughs> but yes, you get it. We need to get to that point. So men, are you man enough? Are you man enough to say, all right, I'm no longer going to suppress my emotions. I'm no longer going to to to, to, to put away my emotions aside. I'm going to be... Are you man enough to, to say, okay, I'm going to start being emotionally expressive. I'm going to be in touch with my feelings. I'm not going to despise my feelings. I'm not going to uh despise my emotional well-being i'll take my mental health serious those are the kind of things we need from men in this time things have to change and the change begins with me and you begins with us we are the society we are the world we have the power to effect change not just with ourselves even with others all right so please let's do that thank you so much guys for listening to this episode of my podcast and uh please hit me up uh serious bands on twitter hit me up uh let me know if you liked it if you did not like it if you have something good to say if you have something bad to say bring all the energy bring all the energy all right thanks a lot continue listening continue sharing this with your friends know that serious bands baby thank you very much